0: I'm Anahi, award-winning US and European certified floral designer, entrepreneur, and your host to Viva La Floral Live podcast. If you are a florist, floral farmer, floral business owner, or simply a floral enthusiast, you are in the right place, my friend. We help you by providing insights through industry professionals, their stories, and useful tips. We bring you the art and business of flowers. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. So today we are back again, and this time I have a returning guest and none other than Sarah Campbell. But we're specifically talking about small intimate weddings, their importance of, and also the coming up event with EMC. um, And she is going to be one of the speakers, one of the panelists, where we're going to discuss small intimate weddings. And I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a taste of this. You know who Sarah is. If you guys don't know who Sarah is, check out Intrigue Designs, Intrigue Teaches, all things flower-related Intrigue. There you go, Sarah Campbell. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into this conversation. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Welcome back again. Thank you. I, I always love chatting with you. I'm really excited what we're talking about today too. Oh, me too. What a perfect timing too. Really welcome back again. I'm super excited. So we're chatting about EMC Go Live event that is happening for the first time. It's their inaugural event, and it's so amazing. I actually had a chat with Christy and Tomas as well. You know, my mind is blown, the magnitude of this event that's going to be an virtual. And also that they invited people that are not necessarily EMC designers and so on. They literally invited the world to this stage, which is just amazing to me. And when I saw your name on a panel discussion, I'm like, yay, so awesome. And your topic is small wedding. Yes, which is perfect. Right? So before we get into the topic, tell me what went through your mind when you got approached by EMC, about this event. Oh, well, you know... I love
1: first of all, I've loved EMC from the beginning. I think it's such a different, it's it's such a different style than what I do. And it's a different thought process at approaching flowers, completely different. And I love things that kind of challenge my mind and make me think outside the box. And that's definitely what EMC does. Uh and of course, uh, you know, I've done hundreds of events. Isn't that crazy? Hundreds of floral events over the last five years. And knowing that they were going to do something virtual and really just include everyone felt really, really good. So um, I'm excited to be part of this.
0: Oh, me too. Very excited that you're going to be part of this. I mean, there are literally people coming from all over the world. I mean, we were trying to count countries, and I think we lost track. So yeah, it's-, it's 161 be sounds right. Sure, let's go with that. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so that being said, you know, of course, you're going to be one of the panelists, right, for the discussion. And this is sort of, of course, uh, post-COVID recovery, on a road to recovery, essentially, um, you know, navigating the small weddings and importance of small weddings you know how important is this topic you think i think it's very important but actually before we jump into that let's do a formal introduction because i know you
1: i know emc but i'm gonna bet you that there's a lot of people out there in this world that actually don't know who i am oh, at well, all from the
0: emc world? <laughs> from european world probably not but you know what sarah the floor is yours my friend <laughs> <person. laughs> well I am Sarah Campbell. My
1: company's Intrigue Design. But if you don't know me here, you may know me from Netflix's The Big Flower Fight, uh, which is a lot of fun. It is fully streaming in 161 countries, <laughs> which is <laughs> where you know, do um, I do weddings, I do events, and I do a ton of workshops and classes, all wedding focused. Um, the farthest thing from EMC with the closest passion that, that, could be. So we definitely have that shared. All right.
0: So I love that. (laughs) Word from the EMC. Actually, you're not as far as you think, Um, but (laughs) closest in passion, definitely agree with that 100%. Yes.
1: Well, my motto for flowers is more flowers, more flowers, more (laughs) flowers. That's my motto.
0: (laughs) With that being said, from a person who is all a bad bigger the better more and more and more what's one more flower really or another thousand (laughs) let's talk about small weddings oh okay this is really
1: near and dear to my heart right now as we are filming this interview i'm in the process of of planning my daughter's wedding uh which given the covid restrictions this wedding has now been rescheduled three times uh and finally the decision was made that you know we weren't just gonna have this big wedding that we've been talking about and dreaming about since she was a little girl we were gonna need to do something more intimate and honestly at first i had to mourn the loss of that big wedding i I was sad for days, maybe even weeks. I was. It sounds so silly, but I was really sad about it. And then as we started talking, we realized just because this wedding is small doesn't make it any less powerful, doesn't change the impact of this day. So whether there is 100 people there or eight people there, it is still the same moment and commitment. And that's when I realized this wedding needs the same amount of excitement energy and flowers (laughs) as there would be if there was a hundred people there and i think that i'm not alone in this i think that i'm not alone in wanting to create this really special environment so that so that not only these these few guests that are there can really step away and take that time to be you know one with the couple and not distracted with all the things on the outside world uh But also to just show that in a time when there's a lot of negativity out there, a lot of stress out there, that we can, I don't even know how to say this, we can put that positive energy out and I guess create our own environment. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing from a lot of designers as I'm starting to talk about this. I'm hearing from more and more designers that say, yes, they're seeing this over and over again. These small weddings are not small in scale of design. They're not small in passion. They're just small in guest count.
0: That's it. And you know what? Can I just just point out one thing? And thank you for that, for not calling this a micro wedding. (laughs) Oh my God. If I hear that term one more time, I'm just going to blow up. Why are we calling this a micro wedding?
1: To be clear- there's nothing micro about what we're about to do.
0: Okay, that's, that's, okay. So you are so close to this right now, not just from a, as a designer, funny enough right now, you're actually the client. Oh my gosh. Right? I am. You are, you're actually the client. So let's forget that you're the designer who does the wedding for a minute as the mother of the bride, as a designer. If you see on my website, we do micro weddings. Do you want to work with me? Is there anything micro about your wedding or your event?
1: What a good point. I haven't thought about that.
0: Absolutely not. Stop, people. For the record, please take it off your website if it's there. Call them intimate weddings. Call them private. Call them small. Not... I don't Exclusive. know what's small. If we're going to go against micro, no, like let's not go- even. <laughs> right? Exactly. How about private? I like
1: private. That's Exclusive. what this feels like.
0: Exclusive. Because that's what it is. The guest count is so small. Now you're going to take even harder look at your guest count. Who's going to make it into that table? You, you're right. So in our case, it was
1: immediate family. Uh, right. Like there are, there'll be the bride and the groom standing up for their vows. Uh, and there are eight chairs for the aisle. And there was part of me that said, do we need more chairs? And then I'm like, well, that's just ridiculous that we're just going to have a bunch of empty chairs. Who needs it? That's not part of the memory. Right. So I think these... These private weddings, these, what did you call them? Exclusive events. Exclusive events. I think that they really have a way of cutting out all that fluff and cutting out those things you don't need and cutting out the things that really were just because you thought you had to have them and focusing on what is really necessary. Like all 4,000 of those roses, those are necessary.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, of course, come on. Funny thing is, Sarah, you were at my micro wedding. It was in time of COVID. I I had two weddings for the record to the same man, you know, when, Hey, when (laughs) you find a man that good, you marry him twice. This is my story. So (laughs) in all reality though, we took the wedding to North Carolina because his mom couldn't travel and you were there for that, right? 17 people. All seventeen of us in this enormous room. I mean, this is a whole another story for another day. (laughs) I mean, how this event went. I feel like we can do an entire podcast episode. Oh, we could, we could. A turn into B, turn into C, and so on. It was just crazy. But that's besides the point. And and it was just wonderful, right? But it was like the best thing. Effort. so the,
1: the nice part about this is you know with your 17 guests at your wedding everyone there loved you there was no one there that was going because they had to go because it was a family member no one didn't want to be there and i think that's what really helped when challenges arose and, and plan a became b became c became what i don't know what we, what we ended up with uh the reason everything went off even better than planned is because everyone, all 17 of those people, were there with the soul the soul thought processes of I'm going to make this day for this couple amazing. And I got to say, we pulled out some stops.
0: Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) You know what, Sarah? I think we need to come back and do like what to do when this happens. Right? right? (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Like I said, it's such a long story for a whole another day. And again, it goes back to very much like what's going on now. Right. I mean, yes, it wasn't time of COVID. It was, weather situation and travel and all kinds of other stuff but nevertheless it they were unforeseen circumstances that kind of led to this right so here we are what do we do with this you know and that was just like you said i mean everybody who was there, you know, yes, nobody was made to go or out of formality (laughs) or think or obligations or whatever else you want to call it. And uh, so yes, so your daughter's wedding's coming up. And you know, Sarah, I I remember you mourning that big wedding, actually. (laughs) We've talked about this, but hindsight is 2020. So here we are. The wedding shrunk into this private, more exclusive VIP, if you will, event where very important people are attending to this couple's life that are going to be sharing the life with this couple forever. Forever. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, how big is that? That's bigger than any big wedding you could possibly plan, girl. However many roses you want to stuff into that wedding. It it
1: feels really, really special. And believe it or not, I've actually only been in the planning process of this for about a week and a half to two weeks uh, because we really didn't know what was going to happen. And I feel like a lot of couples are like this. And I think now that I've I've seen it from the side of being the client, Mm -hmm. I understand the pressures and the challenges these people are going through even more than I did before. In fact, wait, I think I didn't understand it before because I hadn't experienced it. Uh, you know, once you've you know, had to plan two weddings and like Essentially, call them off for right. reasons outside of your control. Like it's hard to come back and do that again. And so my my daughter Skylar and her fiance Dylan they decided about maybe a month and a half, two months ago that they were going to elope and it was just going to be small, just us. And I'm like, okay, great. I did nothing. And it wasn't until <laughs> literally two weeks ago when I realized how special this really was that I couldn't let this happen without her having that beautiful fairy tale that we talked about since she was a little girl. And I I feel like I'm seeing that with other couples as well. When they're doing these smaller events, you know, there may be a bigger wedding down the road. So this actually could be good for our industry. There might be like two weddings for everyone, Um, (laughs) but there may not be. So I would rather bank on a definite than bank on a maybe. So as soon as I started realizing that, all my attention went into how to make this really really special, intimate, but special.
0: Yeah. Well said, my friend. And one other thing I would say, if there is one takeaway from this conversation as a professional, it is our job. It is our, It should be our mission to help to ignite that passion in people who may have lost it in transition of big wedding, canceled this and that, carrying all this Negativity in a way, uh, you know, and get excited about this intimate one, right? And get excited and, and and refocus. And oftentimes, like you said, you lost your focus. You're like, "Why are we doing this thing? Oh, we're just loping. No, we're not just eloping.
1: I think that's really important. What you just said, like getting people excited. So, on you know, my my thought process is very often sales and marketing to sell those high end clients. Like I, have, that is where I kind of my realm is in that in that luxury lane, right. uh, and. Getting people excited about something that they may have not thought was as special or as exciting is really important to that sales process, really, because it is very easy to see something small, like, oh, we're just having a little wedding. It's going to be a backyard wedding. No big deal. But when a client is excited, they want to do more and they want to add more beautiful things. And this is not overselling. This is giving a client what they're dreaming of that they just didn't realize they could ask for. And just because you're in the backyard does not mean that you have to have a boring wedding. It can be backyard and
0: spectacular. 100%. Ah, oh, Sarah, this was great and I cannot wait actually for this EMC event. I'm going to be there with your panel. MC in the EMC. <laughs> yeah, say that five times fast. So, we're going to we're going to chat, but we're going to chat next time with people from all over the world that are facing this challenge, right? So how exciting is this going to be to get this perspective from different parts of the country? I'm sorry, wow, the world, not the country, because this closure, this pandemic, this craziness affected on everybody, and everybody's dealing with it differently, and everybody is a different place in their life, the regulations are different, and also the cultural differences What this does, right? I'm just dying to 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 get to that day and really share all of this ideas and thought processes you know with yeah with so people. do you girl this is exciting do we get a preview do i get to know
1: who's going to be on this panel i know oh you should tell me you should tell everyone all
0: right who's going to be on this panel right now oh i'll tell you guys later (laughs) i can't tell right now because they haven't officially released it yet but this is what i can say there are people from literally all over the world i mean all over the world i know to name countries Brazil, I believe Israel, somewhere, some Asian countries, I'm not sure which one. I literally, I've lost count and track, to be honest. I know India. Of course, you're a bunch of European countries. That's you right. Know, really. so what Anahit really is not saying right now is she knows that I don't
1: keep a secret. So if she's to tell me now, the whole world's going to know. Because if I learn something, I share it. If I know something, you're going to know it too. Like, I have the worst secret keeper ever. When you're throwing <laughs> a surprise sorry. party, don't tell me ever.
0: <laughs> True story. Well, here's what we can share. EMC Go Live's happening, right? In June. You guys should check it out. You guys should attend. It is going to be a crazy, fascinating people from all over the world. Not only massive design presentations, but also multiple panel discussions about variety of topics and what a world view. But here's the best part. The thing that I can share now, The format of this event, Sarah, it's going to be so good. Just like when you attend any event, right? You know, like live conferences, there's this big blown out of proportion things. And then there's this breakaway rooms, right? Then there's this booth that you can attend to and talk to, I don't know, accent decor, maybe. I don't know. It's the first one that comes to my mind. But, you know, a vendor, right? So there'll be vendor booths you can attend and chat with um, virtually. How cool is that? <sighs> I am yet to see that to any event. I'm like dying to see this happening. And then if you're like, you know, this is not my thing, you can quietly leave and go grab yourself a cup of coffee like I've done during many conferences. Sorry, guilty. You know, um, topic didn't relate to me. So I left, right? I left and went, you know, to Starbucks or whatever, got my coffee, came back. And then there is the live Q&A. After every single one of this um, this events that are happening, that then you get to literally go there, sit there at this event and ask a question to somebody from India or China or Taipei or Brazil or whatever that you couldn't otherwise, right? Or maybe during demonstration, something didn't make sense, or maybe you have something to add. So how exciting is this? And the best part, honestly, I think is that they've taken a lot of thought. They, they've put a lot of thought into this. So all of these events are pre-recorded. So there's no glitches, none of this craziness. The, so nice. the chats and the booths and the live Q&As are all live, but the actual presentations are going to be recorded prior. So to make it so that, you can actually go back and re-watch these things forever, by the way, once you get your ticket, you have forever access to all of this. You go back and listen to this stuff without any glitches or without how many conferences have you and I attended that you just go like, hang on, I don't know what's going on with my computer. Once already, <laughs> one second and half the event goes through logistics. That's because
1: but- we are florists. Florists and technology are challenged. Like it it's is true. just a real genuine thing. We are tactile. We focus on the visual. And when it comes to the logistical end, And live is really difficult in the floral world. Pre-recorded with the live, that hybrid version, I think is really, really, really comfortable. Yeah. And professional.
0: There you go. All right. Well, on that note, Sarah, thank you again for being here. I cannot wait to chat again and share this amazing event with you and with the rest of the panelists that i cannot talk about yet
1: thank you for having (laughs) me i'm totally dming you later to see if i can get the Uh get the
0: juice
1: (laughs) thank
0: you Bye. bye there was it guys another great conversation with sarah campbell so be sure to join us at the emc go live event when we take a deeper dive into this topic and with people from all over the world see you there Well, it's a wrap. Thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.